Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Two in Little Rock. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. De La Cruz trying to add to it. He crushes. Upper deck, right center. A De La Cruz missile. He sizzled it into the second deck. A 5-1 Reds lead. Now remember earlier in the game, there was dispute over the knob of De La Cruz's bat. And he points at it. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, RJ Hawk, John Neighbors out today. If you want to get involved in the show, you can call or text 501-661-1037. Ask your record live fan feedback. More baseball news. We're upon the All-Star break, and Mike Trout, the injury that he had, he's on the 10-day IL, Mm -hmm. but now he's had surgery. And he's going to be out four to eight weeks. And we knew it was worse than ten days. Well, that's what you said yesterday. I mean, uh, you know, you knew when they said he had a broken wrist that it was going to be probably longer than, even if it was a fracture, it was going to be longer than ten days. And so uh, surgery happens, and, and he's going to be out. And so, you know, we were talking yesterday about the Angels' chances of postseason and, and everything like that. That's now really diminished with Otani that, you know, the rumors, he, he's got the blister for one. His all-star game is in jeopardy. Uh, but on top of that, talks of maybe possibly trading Otani at the, at the all-star break. And so you lose him, Trout's out four to eight weeks. The Angels' playoff chances are looking slimmer and slimmer by the day. Slim and none, more like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're getting back to probably what they're used to because this time of the year they're usually out of it, but yeah. they have a chance, and we'll see what happens during the All-Star break if Otani is still with the team when they come back on the other side. Yeah. You, uh, how was your evening last night? I, You know, back in the saddle for the first time in a few months, and uh, nice seeing you back-to-back days now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, the evening was nothing to complain about. Yeah. Went home, watched some... NBA Summer League, and uh, didn't do much else. Did I see Nick Smith Jr. had uh, 12 points? Was it 12 points last night? Or 14. 14, yeah. So not a, not a bad second outing for, for Nick Smith. Yeah, he's, he's no, he can score. Yeah. And we know he can score. It's just a matter of being more efficient with his shots. The thing he needs to work on is defense. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where his game is. Yeah. Ricky Council had a nice game, too, for the 76ers. I think like 12 points, uh, three or four assists, something like that. Jalen Williams is playing Summer League again. Is so he this really? is his second year. Yeah, yeah he's playing for the Because normally OKC. those guys do it for a year and then, or I guess they two years. They may do it for two years. But then they're on, done. Yeah, depending on the player. And he played some G League last year. Yeah. So he went back and forth, G League, NBA, and now he's playing Summer League again. And they look good. OKC, they look really good. They have some nice young talent. Yeah, did I ever tell you the story? So whenever I went, when I got out of college, um, I went and did this. Uh, it was like a week-long broadcaster training uh, camp in uh, Los Angeles. And um, part of the thing was we, they, they, we got to go call an Angels game. 
uh, and we got to go call an NBA Summer League game. And so, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, and what was really cool about it, because I'd never been a part of the NBA Summer League, there's a lot of people, you know, you don't think about it, but there's a lot of people that go and see those NBA Summer League games that are from the areas, because they're not all just in one area. Sometimes you'll have one, in, or it used to be this way, they'd have it in different locations, and then um, a lot of people from the communities go out and watch these games because either they, they can't afford to go to a regular NBA game, or it's an opportunity to see some of their college heroes that they that they saw that are playing in the NBA now. It was a really neat atmosphere, and they played it at the, oh, I can't remember, it was in Long Beach is where where they played the NBA. Oh, it's the Drew League. Yeah, you went to the Drew League. Well, no, this, it was this was the NBA Summer League okay. at the time, but uh, they played it in Long Beach. Uh, this was man, this was back in the Drew League is big time though. This was back in two thousand and eight, I believe it was. Is when I when I did this, and uh, boy. Shaq, I'll never forget Shaq was there hanging out. Uh, you, you saw some current NBA players that were just sitting there watching. And it was a really neat experience. We called the games and, and uh, got to experience that. But then the meet and greets that we got to partake in after the fact was really neat. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's just the NBA Summer League. You know, it doesn't mean anything, you know. But I think if you are the player and you're trying to learn the NBA ways and, and, and kind of just get acclimated, acclimated to everything, it's a really cool experience. Oh, it definitely is. Don't tell that to players like PB, Pat Bradley. You have a chance. That's an opportunity in the Summer League. Yeah. And here's something else with Summer League. So it started in California, yeah. and then there were some games in Utah last night, and there will be again tonight. Then it's going to move to Vegas tomorrow. Some of these teams that have participated in California and Utah, when they make it to Vegas, some of those players aren't going to be on the roster. Yeah. Like, they pair the roster down as you go through the week mm-hmm. and get a couple of games in. It's they like don't a minicamp, like an NFL minicamp. Yeah, they thing. don't wait till the end yeah. and they don't have a set date, but they pair down these rosters. But a lot of times, though, they're pairing them down to send them to the G League, right? I mean, that's, or are they just cutting them all together? No, no, they're getting cut. Some of these guys that played in California, like for the uh, the uh, Warriors and Hornets last night in that game, there's some players on that ro- on those two rosters. They're going to go play in Vegas. Vegas starts tomorrow, but yeah. don't know exactly when those two teams play. But there are players on those rosters. They won't make it to Vegas. Really? Okay. Well, I, I didn't realize there was a cut process on the summer league. I thought that was just like a, a process to kind of get acclimated. And that's, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then some of these players that are on NBA summer league rosters, they play overseas. Mm, yeah, I didn't so, know that. They get their opportunity, but then some of those guys, they just go back overseas and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it, I, I just always remember that experience that we had in Long Beach. Just, you know, just getting to see it. And the number of M- current NBA players that come and watch these games to get acclimated with the guys that are there. Um, there's a lot that just come and watch a game. And uh, it's just, I think, a really cool... And to see Nick Smith doing... That's what kind of started this conversation was to see what he's doing and and doing it at a, at a high level um, just gets you ready for, for if you do make it to the league or if you go into the G League. And it'd be nice to go cover that sometime. Like you're saying, you had that opportunity. Yeah. Especially this year would have been great with so many Arkansas connections. Yeah. But any year, mm-hmm. to go to Vegas and, and see these guys in their element and see some of those current players that do show up to watch mm-hmm. the, the up-and-coming new players on the roster, there, like you mentioned, there is a lot of that. Yeah. Those guys, they spend a, a majority of their summer in Vegas because they want to see who they're going to be playing with, For some sure. of this new up-and-coming talent. For sure. So, well, it's, uh, you're watching those on NBA TV, ESPN, ESPN okay, two, yeah, uh, ESPN yeah, NBA Plus TV showing some too, yeah, yeah, and uh, ES, yeah, it's all all across those platforms. Gotcha. So it's everywhere. Gotcha. Yeah. So you uh, you gonna plan on watching some tonight or maybe tomorrow night? Uh, I may. So I'm on daddy duty now. Uh, my wife has, she's going on a girl's trip this weekend and she flies out today. She's actually driving to the airport here in about an hour. So, uh, that'd be nice. So yeah, that's gonna be awesome for her. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, 
I'm on I'm on daddy duty this weekend. So it'll be awesome for the kids today, tomorrow, and Saturday. I I have to keep my kids alive for for three days. So it'll be good. It's gonna be awesome for them. Being so we, able may, we may to we may a bit. We we may try to tune into NBA TV. I think there's gonna pro- probably be some Coco Melon that's gonna be played and uh, some Nickelodeon. Quite a bit of that. Okay, so Coco Melon, Nickelodeon. Yeah. What, what else are kids really into? Because you know, being disconnected Man. from that age yeah. for a while. I mean, Nick Jr.'s a big... She loves the... Um, oh, what is it? Oh, God. It was the Spidey. Um, Spidey and his amazing friends. It's all the Marvel... Oh, yeah. It's all the Marvels, but they're like in kid version. <laughs> and so they've got that. They've got Paw Patrol. They've got um, Bluey. Yeah. I, I, I never... like. Never in my wildest imagination would have ever thought that I would be the one sitting here talking about these kid kid shows. But man, they're into it, boy. They, Yo, yeah, you turn yeah. it on, you let it roll. You're all about it now. Yeah, it, and, well, and, I wouldn't say all about it. I I know of it. And then the uh, the tablet, the phone, those are some things that always keep the kids occupied. So we, those are we limit that though, man. Oh, do you uh, limit like it? like they they watch it at night, like when everybody's winding down. But we try not to do the tablet and the the phone thing during the day. It's it's more of a when it when you're winding your day down. Here you go. Or if you're on an airplane traveling, things like that. Yeah, that could be a kid's best friend or a parent's best friend at times. What did we do when we were kids? Because we didn't have the tablet. We didn't have the phone. We went outside and played. I, yes. No, but I'm talking about like when we were little and our parents... Like I feel bad for my parents now, thinking like there was nothing that they had to give me to... to like, here... Do to the, to just keep you occupied. Yeah. Like when I was like three and coloring, four. Coloring books... Yeah, yeah you, you go back to that. Blocks, Lincoln Logs. I, I guess. Maybe it was just a much simpler time then. But It was. I, and, I, and, I, by the way, I, I sound like when we when I was on the morning show. Back <laughs> in my day, this is what we did. Uh, come on, do it Vickery style. No, back but, in my day. Yeah, no, I mean, and I'm not trying to, to be that guy or anything. It's just like I think now about my parents and... If I want my kid to, to pipe down, here you go. Here's the iPad. Well, like, here's the other thing about watch, that. Like YouTube kids. You you can make that separation now as a parent where you watch what you watch. The kids watch something, and everybody's almost in their own world. Yeah. And so there are a lot of comedians. They joke about that because they'll say, well, you know, what did, what did the kids do as far as, or what did they watch? Yeah. And, and they would say, we watch what our parents watch. So... You think back to that, whatever was on TV was what your parents wanted mm-hmm. to watch. It wasn't about what you wanted yeah. to watch. It was what your parents wanted to watch. So you probably know about some shows growing up because yeah. that's what your parents watched, and you Cheers. were forced to watch that. We watched a lot of Cheers. We watched the re- reruns of Cheers. Dallas. Dallas. Dynasty. Yes. Falcon Crest. All that. Yeah, that that was what... I don't, I don't even remember really watching cartoons when I was like we watched the Flintstones I think but that was about it that was probably the favorite yeah Flintstones and the Jetsons those were the two that we we watched on opposite ends of the spectrum but they both had the same message yeah completely (laughs) opposite ends of the spectrum and we watched it so yeah there even been jokes about man caves you know how everybody has a man cave now so um there's a comedian well you you live by yourself but did do you have like an area like no, no. your whole house is your man cave there there you go and so yeah. yeah there are comedians that say well what did you do as far as a man cave then it's like well the man cave was the whole house cuz they said their dad's man cave was the house they yeah. didn't have something separate that's the man cave see i don't have a man cave i've got an outside area that i with a tv on the wall and it's hot so like if it's hot it's like yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stay in here and watch, like, Real Housewives with you or whatever she's watching. Well, it sounds like you need to build another shed. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know. I do not build it. No, I do not. No. RJ needs a he shed. No, I do not. I, I need. I, I just need my wa- wife to quit watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we're going to talk about that also. What? Some, some, some TV shows oh, that okay. you yeah. watch and maybe I what thought you're you into. Said, thought we were not, not that one Breaking down the Housewives. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. This 
Texas Sports Center. Last night in the NBA Summer League, the Grizzlies beat the Thunder 94 to 86. Jalen Williams of Arkansas had 12 points, four rebounds, and three assists on four of 11 shooting. The 76ers beat the Jazz 104 to 94. Ricky Council the fourth had 14 points, three rebounds, five assists, one steal, and three blocks on five of 13 shooting. Tonight, the Thunder and the 76ers will face each other at six on ESPN2. Then the Grizzlies and Jazz will play at eight o'clock on NBA TV. And in Major League Baseball news, former Razorback and Arkansas Traveler pitcher Isaiah Campbell has been called up by the Mariners and will make his Major League debut tonight versus the Astros at 7-10. Campbell was 6-0 with a 2.63 ERA this year with the Travelers. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right. Save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires, service, and straight talk at Big O Tires. Mosquito Joe knows that the best form of advertising isn't what they say about their service, it's what their customers say. Mosquito Joe rids your yard of pesky mosquitoes so you can enjoy being outside. But if you've been hesitant to give Mosquito Joe a try, then Google Mosquito Joe of Arkansas. Read their reviews, see what their customers say, and you'll agree it's time to put down the bug spray and pick up the phone. Call 501-508-2528 or visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com and mention the buzz to get you started for just 30 the Sunken Land Songwriting Circle features three world-class songwriters sharing the stage for an evening of music and storytelling. Roseanne Cash will host the event and will be joined by Rodney Kroll and Sarah Yaros. This benefit will be held on August 12th at the Fowler Center in Jonesboro. All proceeds benefit the ongoing upkeep and operation of the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. This ad was paid for with a combination of state and regional association funds. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. CertiPro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at CertiPro. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. All Senior knows us. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. <laughs> okay, you can owe me. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hawks Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, RJ Hawk. Want to get involved in the show? You can call or text 501-661-1037. Ask your record life and feedback. 
Ellie De La Cruz of the Reds has been on a tear here lately. The guy is a rookie. He's been tearing it up in Major League Baseball, just doing some amazing things with the speed, mm-hmm. the power, everything about his game. Last night against the Washington Nationals, a little controversy where he had a knob on the end of his bat. Yeah. And they had a conversation about it. Dave Martinez, the Nats manager, he wanted it removed, so they removed it. And then he comes back up the bat a couple bats later. He pops out, but then ultimately he hits a home run. Yeah, he and, shot 455 feet. Yeah, so there's a lot of controversy about that. Well, and, and I, here's I, – I don't know the specific rules on the knob of the bat, but I do know that – like so, they made a big deal, and they asked asked the umpires to check the bat to make sure that it was not a cork bat or or something along those lines. And then they determined that he couldn't have that. It was almost like a like a pad, a padded knob. You know, like you'll see on aluminum bats, you'll see kids and stuff. They'll they'll put it's like a spacer that that so where the metal doesn't grind up against the palm of your hand. And um, he had this thing on the knob of it and was swinging with it, and they claimed it was not legal. First off, the knob that that thing on the knob is not going to help him swing home. Not you know, at all. Hit home runs or not? I just it's not. Um, and so he backs it up with a 455 foot home run that was a moonshot. And at the end of the day, this dude is so good, and he's been a menace for every team because the minute he gets on on, there's a high probability that if he gets on the bags, he's going to score. Like whether he steals a base, whether it's you know, if somebody hits one in the gap, he's going to find a way around the bags. And he has been one of those guys for every team that plays him. that You have to find ways to pitch around him. And so this is another way that I, I think that the opposing team, the Naturals, they, or the Nationals, they go, oh, got something on the knob. <laughs> Let, let's, we, we need that taken off. De La Cruz trying to add to it. He crushes. Upper deck, right center. A De La Cruz missile. He sizzled it into the second deck. A 5-1 Reds lead. Now remember earlier in the game, there was dispute over the knob of De La Cruz's bat, and he points at it. That was the other thing. He pointed at it as he hit the home run and, of course, did the bat flip. Yeah, because once again, it didn't mean anything to the home run. He... He's so good. Like, no, it doesn't matter if you're the worst player in Major League Baseball. Having that thing on the knob of the, the is not going to help you hit singles. It's not going to help you hit doubles. All it's doing is it's a comfort factor. And but the, you know, at the so end of the day, sometimes it, they play mind games like that. It's they just want to take mind him out games. of his game. That's all it is. You're playing mind games to to try to throw him off, and it didn't throw him off. Here's Reds manager David Bell explaining just what that was as far as the knob on the end of the bat. Can you take us through the whole bat knob thing with Ellie, what the umpires were saying to you, and did you have any doubt that he would turn around and have a big night after that? No, so it's a, a knob on his bat that had that we as an organization got approved by Major League Baseball. Um, the umpires did not have record of that. The replay uh, crew where they called to, to double check it didn't have record of it, so we had to take an extra step, um, get word to the replay crew, and then um, the umpire and crew contacted them, and by the second of bat, it was um, cleared up. So, um, not ideal, but, um, you know, it, it was one at bat that, that Ellie had to take without it, you know, being um, as comfortable, because it's something he's used for a long time, so that's why we we, we took the steps and made the effort to make sure it was approved. Um, so it, did, it was the one at bat he had to hit without that, and then uh, fortunately we did what we had to do to make sure that he could hit with it in his second at bat. Do you think you had the sensor in there? No, it's the, the casing for the sensor, Right. but it doesn't the have the sensor. Need- they knew that. They knew that. Um, you know, without it being approved, that you know, that's why they couldn't allow it because they didn't know anything about it. Um, without it being approved, it would not be illegal to use during it. But since we did get it approved, you know, it was um, it is allowed. What he did after that is not surprising at all. No, he you know, always always been playing great. Um, plays with a lot of 
emotion and, and joy in a good way, but he's great at channeling that properly too. I mean, it, it's a long season, and you know things happen where you can you can take that energy and put it into um, you know as fuel to, to, to you know to play well. And I, I thought that was impressive how how he did that tonight. Um, but it's no different. I mean, he's been playing well since he's been here. So gave a long detailed explanation, but at the end of the day. It, it's allowed. Well, and here's another thing that's kind of disconcerting. So he got it approved by the league, but they didn't pass that memo to the umpires or the replay officials to say, you know what, he's good. We're, we're, he's good to play with this thing. Or the Nationals or, or any of the opponents. I mean, you would think that that's like a... a that's a, the first step. Well, that's like a group email that goes out like you, you hit reply to all, and it goes out to everybody in the league and to say this this feature has been allowed in baseball. Um, but once again, it just goes back to Nationals just trying to play mind games. And Ellie came out and said, you know what? Not going to work. Because he still got a hit, I think, that first at bat. He, he didn't get on, but he got a – he got a, I think he hit to the second baseman. But either way, like, you know, I mean, is what it is. It's trying to find an edge. That's it. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. So, Corey Dillon is upset with the Bengals organization, and this is about him getting into the ring of honor. Mm-hmm. He's the all-time leading rusher there. He calls the process garbage. Says selection should be done directly by the front office or a special committee. This ain't a popularity contest. This is football. You're going to put in somebody who's more popular than somebody who got stats? Bengals are smart. I give it to them. They'll, they'll put it in the hands of their season ticket holders so that they don't have to take the backlash over who the voters are picking. Yeah. He says it's BS. The blank should come straight from the team. Half these season ticket holders, they've never seen us play. Yeah, and he's got a point. I mean, and he later went on to say that he thinks part of not being able to be in the ring of honor was because Cincinnati traded him to the Patriots. Um, later in his career, and, and a lot of people just don't remember his time as, as a Bengal. But, look, Emmitt Smith got traded to Arizona. Aaron, yeah, he was there for like two I years, know, though. I, I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> Jason Witten will be in the in the ring of honor with the Cowboys. He got traded to, to Oakland. So you're saying that's a team that does it the right way. It does. I'm not saying the Cowboys, but I, I know there's teams. Everybody that, has faults, though. Everybody has faults, right? And. I think ultimately your front office, the guys that are making the calls on whatever, should probably be making that. You give you give like a third fan vote, right? A third of the decision making is a, is the fan vote, but ultimately your front office makes the decision on who gets in the ring of honor and who doesn't. And look, he's your all time leading rusher in franchise history. Get him in there. Get him in there. I mean, because here's the thing. Who else are you going to put in the, the Cincinnati Ring of Honor? John Kitna? <laughs> I mean, think about it. How If you think back to the history of Cincinnati football, who are you going to put up there? Who's Yeah, that, that's something we need to take a look at to see who's already in. And then, you know, when it comes to some of these more recent players, yeah. then they do have to make decisions on who's going to go in. Or do they go years at times without putting somebody in? I mean, I couldn't. I was just sitting here thinking, AJ Green, right? Like, I mean, he was a he was a heck of a wide receiver for him, but I don't know who else you would put in that in that category for a Ring of Honor from the history of Cincinnati. Jason says Boomer, but we, yeah, we, guess, well, we assume that Boomer is looking to up. already be in. Yeah. Boomer has to be in Boomer's already. Be there, Chris Collinsworth's got to be there. Ken already. Anderson. I'm Maybe about to put. Like I'm about to look Woods. at it right now. Yeah, Icky. No doubt that. He, hey, and especially if the fans are doing a tie, we know that Icky is in. Okay, let's see here. Ring of Honor. Da, 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 who's in the Ring of Ethan Honor? Ethan says Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson. Yeah, Ocho Cinco. But he probably is already in too. 
Now, that's the other interesting part. How long have the Bengals had a ring of honor? Yeah, because... So, the 2022 class... Let's see here. In 2022, they put Willie Anderson and Isaac Curtis, 21... Oh, so they haven't had one. They've long. only had the Ring of Honor since 2021. Yeah, they haven't had it long. It was with their those inaugural names. class. So the first two guys that got put in were Ken Anderson and Paul Brown. Well deserved. Yes, well deserved. Oh, as well as Anthony Munoz. Another well deserved. Yeah. Um, then in 2022, they put Willie Anderson and Isaac Curtis. So they've only done this thing for two years, and they only have. Is that five total or One, six? Two, maybe two, three, four. Oh, Ken Riley as well. Okay, so six. I've got six people. But here's the thing: Corey Dillon has plenty of time to get in. But at at some point, your ring's got to close. <laughs> I mean, like right? Like the stadium's only. So I guess you could put it over. Yeah, you could double it up. Put it like a hall of honor. But Corey Dillon's got plenty of time. Like you said, Boomer. Yep. Boomer. Chad Chad Johnson, get him in there. But that's what it goes back to. They haven't had it for long. They've had it for two years. So there it is. No sense in. Yeah, he'll get in with the. I mean, he, look. he wanted to be on that first ballot. That's what he wanted. It's like the Hall of Fame every year. It's like, uh, hey, is so and so going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? Who cares if they got in? They get got in. in. You get in. Yeah, if you're you a Hall of Famer whenever you get there. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, now, there is some prestige involved in it when you can say amongst your peers and the voters that they felt so highly about you that it only took you five years to get in. Yeah. Five years from the day you retired and you were eligible, you got in. There's prestige that goes with it. I mean, I could see if he was upset because he didn't, let's say, over Ken Riley. Ken Riley had 65 career interceptions, fifth most all time. You could say Ken Riley or... Or Dylan, but I mean, at the end of the day, he, he'll get in. It just may not be on his time. Home Run Derby is they have the field set for it, and they have a bracket. And your number one seed for this bracket is Luis Robert Jr. Mm-hmm. Luis Robert Jr. is the number one seed. Pete Alonso is the two seed. Yeah. Now this seems to be a bit of a travesty that Pete Alonso is a two seed. And Julio Rodriguez is a seven seed. Exactly. So they match up against each other in the first round. But you know as well as I do that the home run derby is all just for TV now. I mean, that's what it is. And to have a matchup like that for TV, so where people are in the first matchup, okay. These two are going at it in the first round, okay. I understand as... As guys like us that sit here and go, that could probably be the finals between those two. Julio Rodriguez, too, the hometown guy. Yeah. yeah he's but a seven seed. I know, but I, I think that if, you, if you're the TV people that are like, let's get a matchup that's going to get people locked in early. And even yeah, though... Yeah, them in early. You keep them watching. You keep them watching, exactly. But as a baseball guy, I'm like... Oh, I agree. The only reason that matchup was so good last year was because it was a semifinal. Yeah. That's what got everything going last year. So from your perspective, RJ, what you're saying, I can understand it. I understand the whole business. I'm not saying I agree with it. And wanted to draw it in. But, boy, I I would have loved to have seen them draw it out a little bit. I mean, because I guess I'm one of those suckers who's going to watch regardless. So it doesn't really matter who's first or who's last. You know, and the other thing about the home run derby, I, I like it, but I, I don't. It's not appointment TV for me anymore. Like, like it used to be, I guess. True. When they started changing the rules and and, and messing with the format of it, I watch. But it, it used to be a appointment TV. Like you would, I would go. You know what? Tonight's the home run derby. I'm gonna sit down and watch it. If I if I click on if I'm down and sit on TV, I'll, I'll pop it on. We'll give MLB a pass also on the seating. It looks like basically what they did was they took the number of home runs yeah. that have been hit this so far this season, mm-hmm. and they seated it like that. So gotcha. Julio Rodriguez, he has 13 home runs, and that's near the bottom of uh, – so uh, Luis Robert Jr., he has 25, 
and Pete Alonso also has 25. I got you. So it looks like they just went down the list. They How many home it, runs yeah. do they have? And they Makes seeded sense. it like that. Makes sense. Mookie Betts against Vlad Guerrero Jr. in a first-round bracket. That's going to be good. Ooh, watch out for Vlad Guerrero Jr. I love watching him swing, by the yeah, way. Right? The moon shots. I mean, it's just, if, if you haven't watched Vlad Guerrero Jr., first off, you kind of think back to his dad when he was swinging, but it's, he's just a fun player to watch. I, I enjoy it. NBA is doing an in-season tournament, Final Four style. And this is going to take place December 7th and December 9th. It's going to be the semifinal and the uh, championship game. Now, the stats from the championship game don't count towards season totals, but if you're in the semifinal game, those stats do count. They're going to have a show to give more details about it on ESPN tomorrow at uh, or Saturday at 6.30, and there'll be a lot more details from it, but... This is something that's been talked about for quite a while, having this end-season tournament to kind of get some more interest in in NBA games because it's a long season. Get more interest in them before it actually gets to Christmas. And so this would take place a few weeks before Christmas. I... This is going to sound terrible. I don't don't keep up until about the playoffs. You know, I I mean, I'll watch, but I, I just... And mainly it's because, like, I'm a Mavs fan, or was. I don't know if I can still claim oh, that Oh, come title. on, man. That's, once your uh, team, always your I team. I know, but, like, once Mark Cuban just totally screwed that whole organization up after we won the, the championship, like, I just kind of tuned out. I was like, man, got to get a new owner. So what, what do you think he did wrong? Well, I mean, I, I think that just different trade or lack of trades, letting the team be stagnant for after, you know, after they won the championship – Kind of went. They were not. They were satisfied. They were. They got the. They got the ring, and they just became a very blah. There wasn't any sizzle about the the Dallas Mavericks, and then Luca came around. And you're like, okay, and you thought that when he got Porzingis in there that that might work, you know, because what Porzingis did with the Knicks that didn't work, and but they never got another piece to really to pull in, and now. You know they have Dwight Powell uh, playing center. They've got Dwight <laughs> Powell playing. He center. just resigned with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, and and they, I mean, they they did. Um, what who did they get just recently? Kyrie Irving. Yeah. They resigned. Well, not, not Kyrie. They it, they were in the news. They made a uh, three three team trade. I saw, um, and, and so they got. They're trying, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Like, I don't know. And they, that's that's what's so puzzling about it is. Mark Cuban, you know, like him or not, and the way he's running things, from a player standpoint, they love Mark Mark Cuban and some of the things that he does for the team. They have the best facilities, best best of everything you can yeah. think of. They travel the best. So they it could be a draw and they could get free agents there because it's easy to sell the product that's there. And you don't have to pay state taxes, income tax. I mean, it's just like it's like Florida, like Miami. Whenever people say I'm going to Miami, um, it's because you know they save a little bit of money in taxes. By the way, uh, I'm looking at the text line. Um, Jacob in Hot Springs, he he just laid out Ring of Honor. Going back to that Ring of Honor, Mm -hmm. he said Andy Dalton, Boomer, Chris Collinsworth, Chad Johnson, and then Corey Dillon. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you talk about a guy that would be hot if Andy Dalton gets in before him. But, I mean, I, I've got to look up Andy Dalton's numbers at Cincinnati, but I think I would put Andy Dalton before Dylan. No, no way. What's his numbers? Let's they do at- have some, some good quarterbacks that they've had in their history, though. I'm not talking about Andy Dalton all-time. I'm just saying, look at the numbers. Andy Dalton put up some numbers early when he was younger. Before we all think of Andy Dalton as Andy Dalton now, he's always been underrated. I, I liked him. I've always liked him, but most people do underrate Andy Dalton because they're like, kind of like you were saying, blah. Like well, he didn't win anything. Like and, and he never will. And he never <laughs> will. No, you're exactly right.
Hey folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Mark at Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual Sizzling Summer Sell-Off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just got to have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m., followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First-timers who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper medallion paint and primer at Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Oh, my God, I tell you what. The first ever Badge Bowl, the winner, Mike Hager, director of the Arkansas State Police. But we do want to thank Keith Elton, uh, Patrick Tessing, and Jeff Hager, all for being in studio. I sent them all profiles of me just in case. Yeah, great job by them. Tomorrow, we say, listen, short week, Roger, already Friday. I can't wait. It's TGIMFF. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is spaghetti for only $7.49 per pound, paired with seasoned green beans for just $4.49 per pound. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. We do things around here my way. You understand that? You show me the kind of smarts. Makes me wonder if you know the difference between a sneeze and a wet fart. You're going to be second string all your life, boy. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. 
Make a trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online. GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on a vehicle you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. If you need a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. I want to say thank you to everybody that uh, is putting in their submissions for the Cincinnati Ring of Honor. <laughs> a lot of guys that I forgot even played for Cincinnati. Uh, Atomic Hog put, gave a list that um, I was just like, you know what? Yes, all those guys before uh, Dylan. And I would read those, but the internet decided to stop. Extra record life and feedback. Mike J says, Red fans, Reds fan here. The thing that was on the bat is a swing velocity meter, so the cap was on to protect it, and it's deemed legal. But it also didn't have the sensor in it, so he also said in the same clip that it was not. It was for comfort. Um, it it didn't have the sensor in the in the cap, and so it then it allowed. And he was just used to swinging with it on there, and that's why it got approved by Major League Baseball because the sensor wasn't in it. Sadie Love on Astro Record Life and Feedback. She's asking about the info for Ryan Mallett's Celebration of Life. And it's going to be live streamed, so you can go to centraltolifeclassic.online.church. That's centraltolifeclassic.online.church. So that is going to start streaming here. It the stream actually should already be pulled up, but the actual service starts at 2 o'clock. So in less than 10 minutes, you'll be able to go on and live stream and see um, the services for Ryan Mallet. And there have been, let's see, let's see if, we, if there are any names that we may have missed as far as the Bengals Ring of Honor, because there have been okay, a so lot. Okay, here Atomic Hog sends in. He says, uh, David Kling- Klinglinger? Klingler. Klingler. I can't say that. Klingler. David Klingler? Klingler. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Pete Johnson. Pac-Man Jones. Pete Johnson? Who is Pete Johnson? I don't know. This, was, this is what it's all like. He said, uh, so Ken Anderson, Anthony Munoz, Isaac Curtis, Corey Dillon, Eddie Brown, Chad Johnson, Hushman Zada, Sam Winch, uh, Boomer Esiason, James Sam, Sam White, White um, excuse me, uh, Boomer Esiason, James Francis, Willie Anderson, and then uh, maybe Carson Palmer. Yeah, Carson Palmer. Before Andy oh, Dalton, Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton. You, uh, <laughs> yeah, Andy Dalton probably has he better threw stats. For thir- I looked it up. He, so Andy Dalton threw for thirty-one thousand yards. It's the franchise record. It has to be right. Did, I, I didn't look. I didn't go that far. Okay. But all I know is that he threw for thirty-one thousand yards while he was at Cincinnati. And so, if if what Dylan is saying, that you need to go off of stats rather than popularity. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's in. got stats. We'll see. We'll see if Andy Dalton gets <laughs> I'm in. I'm just saying. Now, we talk about somebody that has time. Andy Dalton definitely has time. But, yeah. I mean, he's still playing. I mean, did he get picked up? I know he was at New Orleans last year. Panthers. Playing for the Panthers now. So he's making the rounds. He's been with the Saints, the Panthers, he's the Bears. Just, he's on the NFL carousel right now. Just And he's fine with it. He's a backup he's, quarterback. He's making, what, three mil a year? Something like that. As a backup? Yeah. Okay. Like, And, and he got to play in New Orleans. He, he threw for 2,800 yards last year at New Orleans. He played in Chicago for a bit. Played in Dallas because Dak got hurt. That's when he's always going to play is if somebody like, goes down But everywhere injury. he's gone, the quarterback has gotten hurt. Oh, no. Don't say that now. I mean, think about it, though. It, it, it's happened. You're right. I mean, You're right. Everywhere he's been since Cincinnati, he's gone and the quarterback's gotten hurt and he's played. Dak, Dallas, Cincinnati. Well, they just had – I don't know if he got hurt. They were going through a carousel of quarterbacks, right? New Orleans. Yeah, with, with the Bengals, actually, too, when they, they benched him. And then the quarterback that went in, he got hurt, so Andy he Dalton had to go back in. He came back. I mean, 
and I he's making your cursing Bryce Young already. And he's making money everywhere he goes. It's great. See, see, that's the thing. Number one overall pick, Bryce Young. You know he's going to start from day one. Oh, but but Andy Dalton says that his mentality is he he's a starter. He's he well, still yeah. believes he can start because he's going to start because at some point. <laughs> at some point, Andy Dalton's going to start for for the Panthers. Aaron Judge still dealing with the toe injury, and uh, he kind of gave an update on it. He said it doesn't feel great. He also said that he's been walking, hitting off the tee, but you never know how it's going to feel. And he said he doesn't know if it's ever going to feel normal again, and that's something that's concerning for him to have that type injury now in his career, just signed a big contract. And at this point, he's saying he doesn't know if it's ever going to feel normal. That's yeah. concerning. Yeah, if you're a Yankee fan and probably your best player is going, yeah, this is probably going to be one of those that it, it's always going to feel this way. I do applaud him, though. He's trying to play through it. But that is alarming for the fact that, you know, it, and he's kind of got a. I mean, I'm he not, does have a bit of an. Injury I'm not going to say he's injury plagued, but he he gets injured a little bit, and you just don't want to. You don't want to hear that out of your your slugger. Yeah, the sluggers usually do. You're a Yankee John, fan, John Carlos Stanton. He gets hurt every year. Every year. Every year. You can count on it. You know what's happening. Yeah, I think you're seeing more and more players in in the big leagues, mainly because. And I was having this conversation with a, a guy the other day. Because they play so kids these days play so many games as youth, and then you know you go to college, and you know if you're lucky enough to go play summer ball at you know especially at the D one level, go play summer ball somewhere. These guys are always playing, and they play so many games before they get to the big leagues. And it used to not be that way. It wears them out, And, and so you're seeing a lot more injuries now than what you saw maybe 20 years ago. Also, Aaron Judge was asked about Jimmy Cordero, Yankees mm-hmm. reliever. Mm-hmm. He's been suspended for domestic violence, so he's out through the remainder of the 23 season and the playoffs. So he's going to miss at least 76 games for the regular season. And uh, Aaron Judge said he was he was upset about it. Now that he was suspended, simply the no the situation. Oh, okay. the, he's upset about the situation, and Jimmy Cordero. He informed Aaron Judge, didn't necessarily inform other teammates, but mm-hmm. he informed Aaron Judge because Aaron Judge is the Yankees captain. Yeah. So he wanted him to be in the know of what was going on. For with sure. Him. And uh, we'll we'll see how this plays out for Jimmy Cordero. But most of the time, when something like this happens, you would expect that that player is going to be moved on, and if they do resurface, they'll be on a different team somewhere else. Yeah. Probably back in the minors for a little bit. Yeah, probably will get designated. Yeah. Hey, we're already done with an hour. Yes, it's flown by. How about that? Hope got, I hope people listening are having fun because I'm having a good time. Well, we're getting. I enjoy hanging out with you. Anyways, we're getting a lot of re- positive response on Asherega Live fan feedback and getting some text in. So people are listening because they're responding. Th- this whole Cincinnati Ring of Honor kind of took off because people were throwing out names I hadn't even heard of in a while. I love. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because 